You've been engaged before? Yes. Besides the time that you said yes and yes. got married to Andrew. Yes. Yes. What, and? What, and? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't say yes for a reason. <laughs> we didn't go well, through with did it for a reason. Yes, well, I said yes, but it was a tentative yes. You know, sometimes when you get engaged, I, maybe not everyone is this way, but sometimes you enjoy the relationship mm-hmm. and then the proposal comes and mm-hmm. you think to yourself, I really enjoy what this is at this time. Before that, yeah. But I don't want it to become anything else. So you right. kind of say yes because you're like, well, I don't want this to turn into a breakup. Like, I know that's I'm not bad, ready for either direction. But I don't want to marry you either. So you, yeah. then you kind of live in limbo for as long as socially as acceptable. <laughs> and yeah. then you kind of say, yeah, you know what? But, you know, obviously you shouldn't do that because then. But I feel like everyone does that. I feel like a lot of people do that. I mean, don't we all? We don't want to not be in the relationship, but sometimes uh, it does get hard. It does. Well, I will right. tell you one thing. This particular gentleman, Jean-Baptiste, who will never hear this, wasn't very bright, but he looked really good naked playing a guitar. <laughs> and welcome to Rough Cut, guys. The official <laughs> NYC jewelry podcast. Uh, today, we're really excited because we're going to talk about engagements today. Yes. With a very special guest, Severine of Engagement 101. The pro on engagement. The pro, engagement pro. Is that the, your tagline? Do you call yourself that? Uh, n- not exactly. <laughs> because, because when you say that, then people think you are a matchmaker. So, oh. you know, like, oh. uh, I don't do matchmaking. It's mm. not my, uh, I mean... I, I could do it for friends, but, <laughs> but that's not. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's more like proposal planning, proposal, mm. and you know, like any type of commitment, you know, that goes before, way before the wedding, you know. Yeah, and it's all the things. That's what I find fascinating. If you need tips on how to propose, on where to propose, on the jewelry, on obviously, the jewelry, obviously, that's the big one for yes. us, right? Yeah. Go to Engagement 101 because I don't know why you would go to anyone but Severine. Exactly. I agree. (laughs) Exactly. We accept everybody. Everyone's welcome. Which is that's what we love about it. That's what we love. As long as you're in love with someone, you can come to see us. Yeah. There was a woman in Germany who married a tree. There was a woman in Germany who married a tree. That's so, a separate story so for a separate So we're staying show. very that, open. Yeah. You know, like, uh, but so far we haven't really talked about Trees. objects, animals. <laughs> no, okay. We haven't let's done not that. get let's into not, animals. Let's not do it. Well, let's start with what you just alluded to in this little intro was that the romance really thrives before the wedding and that's what you're interested in that's what mm-hmm. you love mm-hmm. yes because i used to be um uh, i used to publish a, a bridal publication that was called okay. wedding dresses magazine that was really about the wedding was it here in the states or yes. in france yes it was the, the the american version of a french magazine mm-hmm. but it was okay. in a, here in the states and it was fun you know it's a fun time i mean to cover uh, for an editor but um for I've, you know the the stress that comes, especially in America, with weddings because the pre- there's a lot of pressure. There mm. are big parties, you know. So, uh, I would say in France, you know, there are some big weddings, but there are lots of more intimate weddings, so mm. the pressure is not as big. And here, it's um, 
It's the first time that people have big budgets. There, are, There's pressure between the families. And there's, they spend a lot more money. Yes, here. they spend a lot of more money. There's a lot of maybe, uh, I mean, there's a lot of anxiety, you know, like uh, connected to it because, you know, like uh, you don't want, they don't want to mess it up. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure. So once, you know, they start, you know, couples start preparing their wedding, they're usually... Uh, spend less time being romantic because they have to pull all their energy outside of work or whatever their normal life is mm-hmm. into planning the wedding. So that that's why, you know, for me, when I started doing Engagement 101, what was fun is that you're um, uh, talking with people way before. I mean, they might have some ideas of how, that, you know, they would like to get married or the colors and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're more, you know, like uh, into that phase of, um, well, first before the proposal where you know they're you know like uh, they're ready to commit or they're on their way to commit to each other for you know a long period of time and uh, so you know there's a lot more romance you know like that's involved in that period and then you know uh, leading to the engagement the engagement itself is I would say in a couple, a very romantic moment, mm-hmm. one of the most romantic moments that they're going to experience because it's all about, you know, like a, it's the it's a promise, you know, like to get, yeah. you know, so it's and um, a leap of faith, right? Yeah, you're, the, you're like, is she going to say yes, even though, yeah. right? Or, no matter how much you plan even it. Even though we planned it. That's, right? yeah. There's that risk yeah. always, but it's also like, there's so much pressure on that moment we you talked about like the pressure of the wedding and stuff but that moment in and of itself especially phrasing it in that in those terms of like this is one of the most romantic sort of things i still i still remember when i got engaged um and i love that moment even though i'm divorced now i still love that moment you do yeah you think on that fondly i on that moment you do yeah just that moment yeah just (laughs) yeah let's be clear (laughs) but yeah i still i was like i still think wow that was so romantic and yeah, I, but I agree with you. I've been proposed to on multiple occasions, and as I would have guessed, <laughs> and, I would have guessed. And, yes, and I that moment is always very special mm-hmm. to me. But it's like you said, Severin. It's the it's the uh, it's sort of a culmination of all of the romance yeah. le- leading up to that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it feels yeah. like a kind of climax. Yeah, yeah, of right. things. Yeah, yeah. 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 A crescendo. And then you're like, oh shit! Now we got to plan away. And then you're like, which I'm not down for. I've never done it. Did you get married? I've been married traditionally? twice. No, n- neither time. But neither you never time. had a wedding either time. Well, the second time I did a wedding in four days. Okay. I was like, that's look a lot. We're gonna do this quick. Get that's it over. Lot. Went to a chapel. Had some friends. Severine, you. That's it. Uh, me, you know, like uh, I got engaged. Yes, I proposed. You, you know, proposed. I yes. proposed. So, so how did that? How did that? How did that go? Yeah. How did uh, that shake out? Well, you know, we had talked about getting engaged. Uh, obviously, because of my job. I, he was not going to pick the ring himself. Uh-huh. So, you know, like I, I, I was working on the ring already. And then one day he's like, so what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> am I supposed to propose? <laughs> so, you know, like, and, and I say, well, you have to think about it. You know? <laughs> and, and then I decided to, you know, like to, uh, to, to do it, to propose. Did you, did, were you the person who went out, got the ring and got on one knee? Like, how did you do that? Uh, yes, I got on one knee. I gave him a pendant, you know, like a, you know, like a pendant that said, you know, like um, engage, you know, like, because uh, I thought it was uh-huh. fun, uh, but you know, like it's uh, yes. So I, you know, we're v- we're very um, 
uh, into fantasy, you know, like Lord of the Rings, you know, like that type of, you know, like... Uh, Please tell me you got into costume. Yes. You did? Yes. No, no way! <laughs> oh my, wait, wait, wait. Describe, describe, describe. Describe, so, you know, like I was dressed as an elf. Uh, oh, I, I had, love it. I had elf ears. I had a red you wig. You did the whole thing. I had a cape, what? you know, basically. No! And, uh, you is know, there a video? Uh, there, there's there's there not images? a professional video because you know it was just the two of yeah, us. But yeah. you know, like I, photos. I have a few big, bad pictures. So but you will, <laughs> you will let us share those, please. I love yeah. it. Yes. So yes, I love when it's so personal. Like yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. So and uh, and also, you know, I don't know if you know the show Doctor Who. Yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. like so, he has yeah, a TARDIS. Yeah. So I had, you know, like um, I bought a cardboard tra- TARDIS. And wow. you know, like, uh, so it was. There was a lot of decor, and uh, you were an elf. There was a booth, and uh, and, and uh, what was he dressed as? Uh, he was dressed normally. It just oh, like, he, he didn't he didn't it just because he It was at home, Surprise. you know, basically. And I just, you know, like managed to oh my God. have him I not here, it. and you know, like prepare everything in the uh, second room we use as a, you know, an office. I love so. everything about this. That's amazing. So, what made you think? I don't want to yeah. veer off topic, but no, I'm curious. No, I want to get into it because. Yeah. Of proposed to right, which is her what a hashtag? What is it's a, it's a community. So it was a, first it was an initiative that I launched. Uh, you know, I think it's over four years ago now. Okay, and basically, um, I you know was proposing you know like or you know like Uh i was uh, thinking about proposing Mm -hmm. and then you know like i was you know uh you know noticing that there were women who were already doing it Mm -hmm. but they were were very shy about sharing their stories because Uh they didn't want to be judged yeah and uh so um you know because while i was researching i was hearing a lot of different stories from designers you know from jewelry designers that had you know design uh men engagement rings or you know from stories of people that knew other people but to get them to share the story share their pictures share their name which is usually very easy for me for you know like um uh traditional proposals mm-hmm. it was a nightmare so um i i said i thought you know what with women empowerment i think it's coming there's a bigger wave that's coming with the new generation being more about uh, equal gender roles mm-hmm. with gender mm-hmm. identity you know like all this so mm-hmm. I, was like, I think it's gonna grow it's just you know they need help you know like you know it's it's like everything on instagram you know when you see plus size women you and you're a plus size woman you identify to those influencers when you know like i don't know you're a different right. type yeah. of person of when you're see more it, you, you, you see you it so it. that yeah. that has been the big advantage of social media especially instagram is that you know like and and the influencer phenomenon is that you find your influencers that you identify with so you know like um so i i thought you know like it's worth a try so you know like let's do this so i created um you know an instagram page i created some content and it's called proposed to proposed to yes and uh, and so you know the initiative became a community so Mm. we've shared over a thousand stories since then wow and it's and it's definitely snowballed because you know the more people you know like i get messages saying i'm so happy because of your page because you know i was thinking about doing it and i was shy about doing it and then seeing these other women uh, you know like i decided i would do it so it's like you know and it's and it's snowballing and it's not only snowballing in the u.s suddenly you know like i get stories from all over the world you know like and and in countries where it's uh, you know there are some countries where you know you know there's a a tradition of uh you know double proposal or women you know sometimes proposing but in general it has and it's snowballing and now you know like recently there's um, a, a a jury uh uh, manufacturer a big uh, brand uh you know that has uh basically 
taken the concept and, you know, like, uh, it, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, like, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say anything. You've started the movement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. started the movement. Yes. And, I love it. And, I love it. I love that. And, uh, and, uh, for this. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just, you know, now, you know, like it's become part of the zeitgeist, you know, like it's yeah. become, um, so there's still a few communities where it's thrown upon, uh, upon because, you know, like I would say, mm. uh, you know, like whether, uh, I mean, there, there are, you know, like um, uh, still communities where it's, it's harder, you know, like the more traditional mm. uh, religious, right. you know, mm -hmm. communities mm -hmm. most of the time. But, you know, like I would say, you know, like uh, it's you know, everywhere in the U.S., everywhere in the world, there are women right now proposing. Amazing. It's so cool. I but love it. But it's the sort of thing. It shouldn't be surprising. I'm no. sure there have always been women doing this. But yeah, you're right. I never heard those stories. And I can imagine because yeah. of the stigma that would be attached to like, oh, you had to be the one to propose. He didn't propose to you. You know, that sort of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Which is silly and stupid. It's but. silly. And like that, your Instagram page for Proposed to, I've gotten lost there. It's really cool. Really? It's really fun to see. And I mean, as a woman, I'm like, yeah. Get and as on somebody it. who's done it. I love it. Have well, you done I it? Didn't pro no, I've never oh, proposed I thought you to did. anyone. No, but oh. I, I mean, there's still time. <laughs> oh, well, you... You can it today. You still could. Yeah. You could today. I mean, in a lot of relationships, the woman is still the first one to initiate that conversation it's not true right. all the time yeah. but I would say you know like a majority in the majority mm. of uh, uh, straight relationships you know it's the woman that initiate that that's usually a little uh, ready a little sooner I think it's connected mm. to biology but you know <laughs> yeah. more or less you know like uh, that's that's why you know it's not it's not so much about you know tradition it's also you know because you know like yours if they want children in most cases they yes they, they have right there's, there's a lot of element. things surrounding yeah, that. yeah there are a lot of uh, yeah. other trappings yeah, there to, but yeah, that's to true. that yeah. particular point uh, of sort of men and the differences in men and women and how they propose i would love to talk to you about something that always kind of fascinates mm. me yeah. uh, and i think this is true whether you're you know heterosexual or not there are very key differences in how American state, how European state, how right, we propose, and, and we have and all a good cross section here. I think right? so. I'm American. You're Bosnian. Yes, Severine's French. That's right. And yes. I grew up in Germany. Yeah. So you guys tell us what what's your take on the differences? Go ahead, Severine. You tell us. Well, you know, in France, and I, and you know, I think you know, in a few countries in Europe. Uh, once you like somebody and basically you kissed and maybe more, you're officially boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, like, I There's mean... There's little question uh, about uh, it uh, 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 at uh, that uh, point, yeah. It's, 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 uh, whether it's going to last three months, a year, mm -hmm. ten years, you don't know. A week. But, you know, like, it's, uh, you know, you're not... Uh, if you really like somebody, you're not thinking, oh, uh, you know, I need to date five other people to make oh, sure right. that it's that person. Yeah, here we're like, <laughs> we have to have our options open. We have to sign a piece of paper to be like, are we official? No, but you asked that. You... That's a good point. But yeah. here you do ask that question. People you here do. ask, are yeah, we official? Do. Are we monogamous? Are we official? Are we you this? Are we that? You have to ask because, yeah. Because you yeah, could be yeah. dating somebody, but you that, could but... be, that person could be dating somebody else and sleeping with them. And that's yeah, and very normal. you have normal. no idea. You have yeah. no idea. But it, you're so right, because even in, uh, it's the same in Germany. And I would say it's the same in, Bo I didn't grow up in Bosnia, but I have a Bosnian family. And it's the same in Bosnia as well. And that they're like, once you've gone on a date and you've had like a kiss, like you, 
both I'm, parties I'm assume I'm gonna move. <laughs> you're moving. <laughs> but both parties assume you're yeah. now in a relationship. Yeah. It's not like a lot of guesswork. Yeah, exactly. About yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So which is confusing mm. about coming from Europe and dating here, which is what I've done. And yeah. then oh, you wow, yeah. I, I go I go on a date, you kiss someone, and then it's like but, and then you but, see him on Grinder, and you're like, "What?" You're like, <laughs> but wait, I thought we were an item, dude. So yeah, that happens. Yeah. That happens. So that's that's the big. So difference. that's a big one. So yeah. that's generally how the dating part of it works. And then the I think there are key differences in questions of monogamy as well in marriage too. Wouldn't you say, Severine? Uh, with Europe and uh, uh, in the states. In the states, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think there's um, something going on with, you know, the younger generations, the younger millennials mm-hmm. and Generation Z. Uh, you know, I would say the older millennials are, you know, like more, you know, traditional. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, they, with everything that has happened between, you know, politics, uh, social justice and uh, also the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, like making a lot of these people reject all ideas, mm-hmm. though, you know, you know, they go back to fashion that was from a long time ago, music, you know, like, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the, there's more this feeling like, you know, sometimes we're back in the 70s, you know, like where, you know, like they're, you know, they want to experiment, you know, they, you know, like they, they not committing to things forever, you know, they uh, accept, you know, maybe sustainability for the planet or mm-hmm. these kind of things, you know, there's not the, uh, I think also, you know, they li- they're going to live longer lives. A lot of them will be 100, 120. Yeah, you know, yeah like that's a, true. So that's true. Like they see the future differently. They, they see it's the not future, this yeah. set path anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, they're from, you know, you know like uh, a generation where also uh, the women are not, you know, planning to, all of them to get pregnant in their 20s. You know, mm-hmm. like they're, you know, like not all of them are planning to have children. So there's a lot of questioning about, you know, life, uh, you know, person, their personal life, their relationships, um, and also the pace of it is not as rushed, you know, because, you know, like, uh, you know, they, they really want to experiment. They're already you know, like questioning a lot. You know, there's so many questions about identity right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Uh, and about yeah. the future, you know, like uh, worries about the future mm-hmm. that, that I think, you know, like um, relationships for them is something that they have to enjoy in the moment that, you know, are you know fulfilling, you know, like right now. And, uh, you know, that it's not, you know, they're not planning right away to get married and have kids and, you know, like, I mean, this kind of like, or their career, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's not as planned. And it's just because they're you, they've been used to a world that was not, you know, that has been a little bit more chaotic, mm-hmm. you know, like I would say in the past, right. you know, uh, you know, we're going on almost 10 years. So, you know, it's been, you know, like a little different. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's true. D- can I ask you a question, yeah. mm-hmm. JB, uh, if sort of being that, uh, can I call you an older millennial? Is that? Oh no, I'm not a millennial. Um, what are you? What Gen X? Gen X. Yeah, you're Gen, Gen X. X. Yeah. You're Gen X. Yeah. Am I an old millennial? Yeah. I'm you're 32. An old millennial. And, uh, and we're both Gen X. Yeah. I'm 32, and I'm an old millennial. Yeah. <laughs> you are. What? Really? Yeah. I actually, I think <sighs> millennials now, I think, go up to 40 on this. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I will say this sort of speaking from mm-hmm. your generational yes, from experience. Yes, my older and wiser generation. Hi, yes. old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, one thing that I think about, especially if I'm sort of thinking in the context of how people date back home versus mm-hmm. here and how they propose and all of those questions, yeah, I, it, it to me is not 
irrational or a, a big kind of leap of the imagination to say that the kind of person we date is not the kind of per- person we necessarily want to marry and that that is not an uncommon experience because the kind yeah. of sometimes the person you marry is not it's not all about the white hot heat sometimes the person you marry it's about you're thinking about the future and you're thinking about like mm-hmm. uh, living with that person and you're thinking about building a life mm-hmm. with that person financially and all aspects of life am i wrong in saying that those two are separate things yeah i think there's a lot of, uh, there's probably a lot of things that surround that too i mean you know being a straight woman you being a gay man mm-hmm. me being and a Gen Zer, like I did. Come did up, you just call yourself a Gen Zer? Gen, Gen Xer. Gen Xer. Yeah, it's a cooler well, letter. Sorry. It's yeah. a much cooler letter. It is. But just like coming up, I came up in a time that was still very traditional. And even though I yeah. was definitely, I think, one of several people, uh, uh, you know, at my age who thought I don't want to get married and I don't want to have kids, that was a very new concept mm. for when I was coming up out of college, and. I, even with that mindset, still found myself considering, are we going to get married every time I dated? Really? Because I'm a, I'm a woman and that is, that was the way it was. Like I was expected to not date around, to not, you know, sleep around, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get married out of college. And a lot of my contemporaries did. And I think I was really, you know, the sixties aside, Mm -hmm. the, the way society has projected that really didn't start breaking until fairly recently. Was know? was that your experience too, Severine? Uh, I think you know, like, uh, yeah. I mean, yes, and I think you know, like, it's um, it's fairly recent, you know, that you know, because again, millennials, you know, like up mm-hmm. until the millennials, you know, it was you know still pretty traditional, you know, with uh, maybe you know like with women uh, having careers, so you know you know the millennials have been getting married later, you know, like yeah. in their thirties, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and having kids later is also you know like in yeah. their thirties. But I think it was still you know like a uh, pretty traditional until yeah. you know like I would say you know um, the past five years, you know, yeah, like I, I think agree. Uh, the, and, I think uh, it's really I think you're it's right. a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, I'm happy to see it. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. know, I think it's it's part of you know human evolution to go through you know like also some phases you know like depending yeah. on. I I, th- I have a tendency to think that the pendulum swings one way and then yeah. back the other. Yeah. I think yeah. we always kind of go through cycles like yeah. that. We go through cycles yeah. of being much more conservative as a society and yeah. then much more yeah. sort of liberated. Right. You know? And and also yeah. you know we we ha- have especially for the U.S. N- to not forget that you know there's still a big. Uh, portion of the population that's traditional yes. and that's passed on also to younger generations mm-hmm. who me you're all going to have different ideals than you know like in the right. more liberal you know part of the population but younger people in general have always been more liberal than older people right. that's yeah. you know yeah. that's you know like uh, the rules and and i think yeah. i think we also live in a world now to to your point about certain values getting passed on even to those younger people is that the a lot of experts would say demography is not destiny mm-hmm. as in sort of just because they're mm-hmm. younger doesn't mean they're going to be much more left-leaning doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're going yeah. to be any more liberated right. in yeah. their thinking or progressive in in how they conduct relationships and any of those things either mm-hmm. so i think that's that's true yeah. too to some extent at least so you guys want to hear some stats Oh, give us some numbers. Okay, so we we went to a very reliable source. Cosmo Magazine. Cosmo Magazine. (laughs) To get scientific facts. This is scientific. 
right? Because that's what we're here to talk about, science. <laughs> we're here to talk about science. No, but that's kind of interesting because Cosmo demographic is young. So you're like, right. they, and, they, and, they must and, have pulled young people. It's the source and, from yeah. when I was young, too. And majority like, women leadership? Can I say that? Is yeah, that fair? Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. fair? Okay. I would say so, yeah. Okay. I mean, we all took our quizzes here. Yes, you did. And, the, and, the, and that's how they gathered this data. That's probably it. So these are from March 2022. I'm just going to run through a few. And you guys, you guys give me your feedback. Ready? Okay. 6.1 in every 1,000 people get married compared today compared with 8.2 in the year 2000. Okay. So that's going down. Yes. It's that's not a huge drop. Does nope. that sound like yeah. a huge drop? To no, you? but it's a drop. It's it's, it's a little drop. little by little it's dropping. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean yes. that's that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, seventy one. On, yeah, on that point, do you see a lot of engagements that then never become a marriage? Not a lot. You not know, a like, lot. It's, uh, I mean, mm. people do break up, but it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not it's a majority. Rare. Yes. Okay. Paris it's Hilton. more like people divorce, but you know, um, like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But okay. Paris Hilton only got married once, but how many times has she been engaged? Nikki Hilton is a Rothschild now, and I would not want that divorce <laughs> that's true she's okay. a Rothschild. okay you're right yep okay Good for her 71 percent of singles say they're more interested in long-term relationships now than they were before the pandemic why do you think that is it's that's because people have, have been lonely you know like um, uh, you know in general you know like uh, i think you know people that were not in relationships mm-hmm. uh you know felt lonely and people that were in relationships mm-hmm. thought thought you know why you know like that's uh you know what am I doing dating around or, you know, like yeah. whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. waiting. This person is, is great. You know, like yeah. I think. Well, does this, do we know the demographic of those people though? I could probably find, you know what? I'll put that on the thing. Let's after. find I'll that out that because the, I will tell you, there've the been a lot of stories during the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gay men, stayed mm-hmm. rotted they were still doing the circuit parties they were still hooking up like crazy yeah. like they were not listen you know there was yeah. a lot of that still happening even during the height of lockdown and stuff like that so okay. there were a lot of famous stories about this i don't know what the statistics are on that but it was still happening well, so we could look that up somewhere. we can look that up in in cosmo in gay cosmo <laughs> gay cosmo whatever that is okay 22 percent of you aren't sure about monogamy 22 percent of the general population yeah that they quizzed. That they yeah. quizzed. 20%. Yeah, I think. I, I think again, it's you know like uh, going back to the seventies and mm-hmm. the role, you know, like the uh-huh. will coming back. I think you know like it's um, uh, for the younger generation. You know, the future is bleak. So you know, like it's hard to. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not saying that for everybody, but it's it's been. You know, they had the yeah. pandemic. They have the earth. They worried about the earth. You know, yeah. like um, right. so. As you know, we like, should all politics. be. Yeah, it, 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 politics. Ooh. You know, like so. You know, for them, it's it's uh, you know like uh, having hope in the future uh, is you know like something mm-hmm. that's still something they have to work on yeah i think <laughs> right. i think they're a generation yeah. of nihilists it feels and that way exactly. sometimes a little bit yes, a little yes, bit yes, yes. yeah they're, i mean and they're finding joy in non-monogamy so that's exciting, well that's right? how do you see a lot of non-monogamous well they're experimenting you know that's you know what you, t- you, you we used to call you know like yeah. experimenting so it's it's also you know because again longer lives so mm-hmm. you know yeah. they're not going to they you know necessarily commit you know tw- in their 20s or you know to somebody for life mm-hmm. so they want to i would say you know experience life mm-hmm. uh they're more be, when you think the future is going to be bleak i think you're more into the moment you know like so yeah. you're more you yeah. know like that's uh yeah that's also something you know um that i believe is happening is that you know they're, they're more focused on you know um uh today than they are you know like yeah. in the future 
I'm well, going to quote a very wise woman. Okay. Yolanda Hadid. Okay. Once yeah. famously, okay. very wise, yeah. once famously <laughs> said that uh, love goes in cycles, like mm. 10 to 15 year cycles. And then you <laughs> right. marry somebody new. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I buy that for everyone, but this was yeah. her take on this. That's interesting. Although she was married to some douchebags, so... Do you see a lot of uh, engagements or I don't know if you would even be privy to this information, but do you see a lot of them that are not monogamous? Uh, I mean, it's not the engagement period. It's after you see, Mm. you know, like couple, uh, you know, Mm. and again, when you I support monogamy, like I think that's the only thing that can work long time uh, because, you know, like I think you're a firm believer in that. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. the, 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 you know, I mean, there's a difference between um, having relationships that are meaningless. I think, you know, I think, you know, there's two things that are happening. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, like, so if people are cheating on each other and they they agree with that, that's different from, or like having relationships, you know, like a sex-based relationships that are not, you know, like a, how do you say? They're not relationships. They're, they're not it's relationships. Or what, yeah. To each his own. Yeah. You know, like a, it's Versus not like a polyamorous yeah, relationship. Yeah. The, yeah. What, what okay. is interesting is that polyamory is coming back. You know, like, so yeah. that's, oh, it's, you know, like, it's back, coming back. It's back, baby. It's back. If ever there was one we should have done a video on, it was this. Yeah. 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 Alain's level of excitement and frustration today is I am, like, deeply frustrated and very excited. So I didn't want to, you know, like, so what, you know, uh, monogamy it's your own thing or like uh, it's not my yeah. thing to to you know like uh, not be monogamous is really not me or yeah, my yeah. Uh, uh, you know my husband but you know like it's um it's you know a decision you have you make can, can i ask yeah. you this and i don't want this to sound <laughs> ignorant and if it does we're gonna cut mm-hmm. it okay. if it this sounds like a stupid question mm-hmm. as women mm-hmm. do you not feel that there is absolutely a biological imperative and difference in how w- most women conduct relationships definitely of right. course right yeah, I mean, like I mean, is it that, unfair ones, to say that women want monogamy more than most yeah men? for one you know like it, it's just you know like um i don't know if it's the mon- monogamy idea but the the, the commitment the commitment I, I you know the commitment idea unfortunately for the women that want to have kids is is something that's you know like you have a schedule you know like you definitely well, have there's a, schedule. a clock there's yeah. a real <laughs> clock yeah. there is and obviously there's scientific intervention now but there's yeah. a real clock and, 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 and then also oh, as a, a mother clock, yeah. there's a commitment to you know like a, a big commitment that's made to uh you know children so you know and you, you know, and you you need to make sure that the partner you have is going I mean, to be could able do to it on help. your own but you could, you it's, could, hard. Yeah. it's hard yeah, i'm sure it's very hard yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes and some women do it you know very successfully on on their own but i would say uh, that's one of the reason why uh you know come you know like a uh, getting married is still you know a question that's initiated i think by women earlier mm-hmm. if they had you know like the same uh you know like um uh, length of you know uh fertility than men it would be different it would be a different story yeah yeah, 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 I, yeah, think yeah. So. I think that is like a yeah. biological driving yeah. force. do you think that yeah. women also are date and i'm i'm asking this not mm-hmm. purely out of ignorance but in part because i want to engage in this i want our audience to kind of engage in these questions too but uh do you think that there is a a kind of measurable emotional difference in women's expectations out of a relationship how they feel about their partner is that sometimes and i'm talking about a strictly kind of heterosexual uh in a context yeah i think it's different i think um 
I think from both sides, it's hard to understand. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it's that the woman's like wanting more per se than mm. a man. I, I think I, I certainly have difficulty in understanding what men want. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think it's changing. You know, I, you know, I, th I think it's the, those stereo stereotypes mm -hmm. are changing because of, um, you know, our gender roles and gender, you know, mm -hmm. equality um, uh, has an impact on boys, you know, like on men, you know, like and boys. I think, you know, like uh, uh, there's been a change in, you know, and that's why, you know, like you see a lot of politicians, you know, jumping on that also saying men should be men and, you know, like, it's yeah, because yeah, I yeah. think, you know, there's, uh, you know, um, uh, 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 men, younger men are in general being brought up differently than, you know, they used to. So there's a biology, I'm sure there are some biological you know, elements that, you know, sometimes have an impact on a relationship, including, you know, I don't know, you know, the, those people that are very active and watch games on TV or not active and, you know, yeah, watch yeah, games yeah, on TV, yeah. sure, that sure. kind of thing, because, you know, it's athletic, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, mm -hmm. this kind of thing. But I think, you know, it's changing because of generals, you know, like, uh, you know, are involving women sometimes earn more money uh, and are the breadwinner, you know, like in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of things going on now in gender evolution uh, and you know we same a, a lot of same sex relationships yeah. now that that's more accepted which yes. is great yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah right well so what does all this mean for jewelry you guys <laughs> severine had you had said to us that there will always be jewelry after we were discussing this in the prep call which i thought yeah. was so interesting about all these shifts mm -hmm. in relationships but yeah well, what but about the, jewelry? but you're right about that because historically there have been a lot of shifts and we mm -hmm. still exchange a wedding band, right? Because we jewelry is so connected to this yeah. moment. We've yeah. been doing right? that since the Romans, yeah. so yeah. Because I think people, when people are committed to a person, they want to show it off. So mm -hmm. you know, and right. jewelry is, uh, you know, the without talking, you know, like uh, is the the main way that you mm -hmm. can do it. So you know, like if there's a sign that shows, you know, like on your hand that you're committed, uh, you know, it's it's giving that message, you know, to everybody that you're, um, you know, you're taken, you know, mm -hmm. like that's, you know, like a, mm -hmm. so I think, you know, the, whether people are going to get married later, maybe not get married, you know, there's a lot of people that have their kids and are not married also or get married much later in life. Mm -hmm. It was a, you know, something that's very common in Europe, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's getting more common here. So I don't know, you know, if, you know, weddings are still going to be in 20 or 30 years, the thing that people do to commit to each other. Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, like um, uh, more partnership? I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, like it's uh, definitely the jury uh, is, you know a, a symbol you know like mm -hmm. a symbol of the commitment mm -hmm. and also you know i mean for other people but also there's so much meaning in the piece you know in the pieces that are you know um uh, bought or custom you know made yeah. to signify that union whether it's little engravings uh you know gemstones that are connected to the story uh family stones that are passed, you know. Um, yeah. uh, so there's a lot of... Uh, so these are very meaningful pieces also for the wearers or the people that have, you know, given the piece. So I think, right. you know, like all this is full of meaning and emotions and, you know, um, yeah. uh, and, you know, I think that's never going to go away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You did say in your professional opinion uh -huh. that you felt that the idea of forever when it comes to that piece of jewelry, that idea is shifting. 
with younger generations. How do you observe this? Well, I observe this because, so it's coming from the fact that women are much more involved in uh, either, you know, picking the ring, but also budgeting for mm -hmm. the ring. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you have those couples that have been in relationships for a long time. They live together. They share finances. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you, you, I'm sure you still have some traditional couple where, you know, they don't mix finances until the wedding. But in a lot of cases, you know, they live together. And mm -hmm. uh, so they know how much they have, you know, how much they've saved, you know, like that type of thing. So it's really a conversation that's initiated by the woman who says, you know, listen, for the moment, I don't want, you know, like that big ring or, you know, that big diamond or, you know, uh, uh, because, you know, we need to buy a home, travel, right. yeah. do something else, you know, like, etc. I want to go to the Maldives, yeah. so <laughs> let's go there instead. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do that. I want to yeah. stay at the Four Seasons. So, yeah. they, so they, 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 and to, you know, sometimes to an extent where the, the jewelers sometimes don't understand because they're like, well, there's no value in the ring that you're buying or not a lot of value because right. you pick an alternative center stones that's not, you know, like a, um, a precious stone or, uh, you know, a diamond that has a lot of flows or a moissanite or, you know, so it's it's just, you know, they it's not that they're never going to get that bigger piece. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, that they, they feel that's the ring that we're going to get for now. And, mm -hmm. you know, like we'll see down the road when we have more money, yeah, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and usually it's pretty fast, you know, because it's not, uh, um, you know, usually like within, it's not the 10 years, you know, mm. when traditionally uh, you get an upgrade of, on your engagement ring in America, it's about 10 years. But, you know, it, uh, so these couples usually, you know, they maybe go back five, 10, you know, like uh, to, mm. you know, get an upgrade or, uh, but, you know, the first thing, I call it the starter engagement ring right. is not necessarily, you know, that message of forever. And it's also, you know, it's, it's money, but it's also taste. It's, um, there are so many ways your engagement ring could look now, you know, from, yeah. you know, traditional solitaires with in different shapes of diamonds to alternative styles mm -hmm. that don't really look like engagement rings. Yep. So mm -hmm. you have so many opportunities that, you know, after, you know, uh, some months and, Definitely after a couple of years, you know, like uh, I look at my, you know, people look at their ring and I look at mine. I'm like, huh, you know, like I look at other settings because you get all these ideas when, you know, before you had a solitaire. That's all you could get. A solitaire, mm -hmm. a Tiffany style solitaire, you know, or halo ring. So yeah. where where else can you go, you know, yeah. after that? When yeah, I, I totally relate to that. I wear now... Yeah. Um, uh, Larkspur and Hawk, uh, uh, rose cut diamond, uh, gypsy setting. Is that okay yeah. to say? Yeah. Uh, gypsy set, sort of with, and it's foil backed. It's very mm. sort of Edwardian looking kind of cool. thing, but yeah. it it does not look like a traditional, you know, right? Anything yeah. really. So no, I love that. Yeah, I love the experimentation in the ring styles. Yeah, and yeah. me too. Yeah. Me too. Do you do you observe like a, a large number of people doing this now they're yes, getting I, the pre kind yeah, of ring yeah ring they, i and mean then, i mean they're not calling it a pre they're just they're getting just whatever the ring. ring they can afford mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know that looks like what they want you and know there are I mean? economic obviously uh, yeah. implications right. to the to the reasons why Always, people are yeah. having to do this now because people don't yeah. have at in their 30s now we don't have the mm -hmm. money that our parents had in their 30s we don't have the same careers we don't have the same amount of wealth the ability to buy a home etc cetera, etc cetera. right yeah. yeah well in the young generation I think 
in consumerism in general, it, it, specifically in jewelry, there is a shift to, you know, more meaningful things. Well, and everything, right? And everything, The yes. young generations want it to have meaning. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting that we're seeing that shift in mm-hmm. in the engagement category as well. Mm-hmm. But it's more business. I mean, if people... For jewelers that uh, work with these couples, it's more business for them in the long run. Yeah, because they'll come back. Yeah, and yeah. and also yeah. it explains why there's a trend of stackable bands. You know that mm, change yeah. look. You know, um, they've they've you can get a contour band, you can get a traditional band, you can Just get keep adding color. Exactly, and why? It's mm-hmm. because That's it changed. It's it's you don't have to wear them all the time altogether, but it can yeah. change the look of your engagement ring because yes. so you don't get bored. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's all the you know the same yeah. pattern. Well, let's talk too about not only that shift in the objects we want and how how we hold them precious or dear or we don't, but also in this shift, like we we touched on a little bit in the dynamics of relationships and the definitions of relationships mm-hmm. and what relationships are and the those changes like we were talking about in gender identity and gender roles as well that oh yes that's really interesting to see how that's affecting mm-hmm. the jewelry industry I, I, and I, I think you know you 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 can see that uh I'm they, they're starting to understand because the consumer, he is driving the conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they see who's coming in the store. They see, you know, like um, the evolution. So they understand, uh, you know, I mean, there are always all these um, seminars and, you know, webinars and, you know, talking about it. But I think, you yeah. know, the, the, the it, it, it is, you know, diversity, inclusion, changes you know like a you know it's it's just good business to understand those because um it's not i think also sometimes you know let's talk about same-sex couples you know where uh, in some region in america it's still you know because you know Mm -hmm. of the um traditions and religious Mm -hmm. you know like uh Mm -hmm. uh the importance of some religions there that are you know saying it's not right for you know like whatever reason Uh, they said sometimes there's those comments uh, it was adam and eve not adam and steve (laughs) and it's like uh, well listen it may have been adam and eve but steve was still there he was (laughs) in the background he was lurking he was like you'll call me after you're done with her i know you girl i know you (laughs) so obviously you know you've got jewelers Mm -hmm. that are in those regions that you know are also have maybe the perception that you know they have to stay traditional their clientele is Mm -hmm. traditional they have traditional you know like and the thing that i think people have to understand is that it's bad business it's not only about what you believe in or you know like etc it's it's bad business it's bad business to not be inclusive or you know um uh, as much as possible uh, and you know maybe there are some ways where you can be if you don't want to you know people to break your windows every day <laughs> 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 yeah. so you know like it's just you know there, there are ways you know to to approach it maybe in a more or less you know uh, I would say activist manner mm-hmm. so some some brands are real activists but right. you know yeah. like not you know so I understand that it's not possible everywhere but I think you know what what needs to be understood is that it's not only the gay business that you're not or like the LGBTQ community business that you're not going to get. It's their their um, allies, you know, like yeah. the, what we call the the uh, you know the, the people that are basically supporting, you know, that understand, right. you know, like whether it's That's race, so true. That's whether very true. it's you know so like 
true. So, so it's not just, you know, the X percent of the population in your region, that same sex mm -hmm. that you're going to turn off. It's also other people. Well, mm -hmm. I can, I yeah. would bet good money that neither of you two would shop somewhere where I would be excluded. Oh, hell no. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're, that's an excellent point. I would write a game. letter yeah. even. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and sometimes, you know, that's how you lose business to somebody that's online. That's all yeah. that's on Instagram, you know, yeah. like, etc. because, uh, uh, I, I think people care, Uh, so it's just in general it's bad business yeah. it's bad business also yeah. a yeah. fun statistic that this was the case years ago when I first heard this I don't know how true it is still to this day mm -hmm. but uh, just that gay men have a disproportionate amount of economic power mm -hmm. there was always this stat kind of floating around that the average gay man sort of makes more money than the average straight man and that yeah. you're sort of missing out on a potentially lucrative market I by people that, yeah. who, who do like to buy yeah. pretty things yeah. right. you know and yeah, why would you yeah. exclude that particular customer Let's go after it <laughs> yeah. well i think that brings up a good point like now the marketplace uh or the shift i guess in culture and society in a great way has opened up the space for brands to focus directly on their community mm -hmm. even if it's very niche right yeah. yes. or that if it was niche in what you would think was niche, it is actually a broad market Correct. that you can get across Correct. the world. And we talked about this brand in New York, Atomic Gold, yes, which is yes. doing just that, which mm -hmm. I think you said was one of your favorite well, brands I, I, to follow. It's just, you know, like it, and it, it's such a, you know, it's an interesting story because first it's a business owned by a, an openly trans owner which is very rare it in, is in super our industry rare. yes and it's a very successful business mm -hmm. you know like yeah. it's a so it's a you know because they've you know identify a niche a niche so of course you know there's the lgbtq community that they cater to but also they've identified because when you sell to Uh, same-sex couples, you know, some are more feminine, some are more masculine, sure. uh, uh, because it depends on their personality. Yeah, some are a mix, like uh, 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 right down the middle. Uh, yeah. and, and so it has an influence on the jury. So, and one of the things that's, you know, rarely addressed in this industry is size, you know, like a jury mm -hmm. size, because then there's a sample size. I, for example, it's really hard for me to shoot on my fingers rings because the sample size is like a six are, usually are, are, yeah it's a yeah. six six, so six and a half six and yeah. a half so and so it's not only the sample sizes is that usually when you go on a website they they stop at a certain you know size you know yeah. and, uh, and so of course in most cases you can get a customized size but you know what they brought also to the table is that they offer so many sizes mm -hmm. because they have you know the petite you know uh mm -hmm. you know uh petite you know people and they have you know people that are more sturdy and need you yeah. know like or tall or you know and uh and maybe you want yeah. a feminine ring but you know like they want it in their size so yeah it's it's you know like and uh, so it's in i find that by the way so silly the yeah. sample size stuff just because of my work whenever yeah. we're shooting Yeah. campaigns that have models i always have to explain to clients like that chick is six foot tall yeah. a six and a half sample size will not fit her hands yeah. Yeah. so i don't understand the logic behind that sample size it, it just you know i don't understand uh you know how somebody hasn't 
in the bridal category, the bigger manufacturing brands um, now have uh, replicas of their rings. You know, mm. like uh, so they do these replicas in silver or in even alloy, uh, an alloy that's cheaper than silver mm. with a CZ. Mm. And you know, they they can send it if it's a website. They can send it so you can try it at home. You know, like etc. Well, do sizes, offer sizes. You know, like when yeah. people are trying because they have all these displays with tons of rings. So it's you know, really hard to know what a ring looks like on your finger when it doesn't. Fit I mean, the only reason I picked a Marquis ring is that I one day I tried on East West. I tried yeah. on a ring that fit cool. me. And I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. You know, like, and it's, and it's how it works. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so to go back to, to this company, uh, Otomi Gold is, so they've, they've, of course, you know, gender, you know, I mean, they're, they're very gender in, inclusive, um, uh, the sizes and also their team, because sometimes, you know, people piggyback on, you know, these, you try to approach these customers, but when they go to the store, they don't feel comfortable because, mm-hmm. you know, they, people don't understand them or, you know, like they still, you know, are in the habit of talking to same, um, up to straight couples, you know, like, so, you know, more right. traditional so, couples. Yeah. So what you see in this company also is all the staff is representative. So yeah. it's diverse, so diverse uh, yeah. you know, like, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, whether it's, you know, physically or, you know, like also in their, you know, like identity, gender identity mm-hmm. or who they love, you know, like, so I think that's, yeah, uh, really so that's where cool. they do everything perfect. And yeah. that's why they're successful. Yeah, they're so authentic. They yeah. really yeah practice what they preach as well as sharing who they are. And we'll link information to them for anybody who's interested yeah. in the description of the pod below. Yeah. And I think what what's cool about all of this is, you had said severing the thing that hasn't changed about all of all of the different you know expansion mm-hmm. of the industry is that jewelry defines who and what we are still oh, and yes. that's what's important in this moment right mm-hmm. that definition absolutely yeah yes so um let's talk about some other brands who who else do we love in the engagement category that are doing things that are exciting and different i'm going to start with marla aaron yeah, because I love. The, uh, I love. You, you the, can't see it, but I'm wearing uh, one of her, uh, her locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of her mm-hmm. locks. Her commitment category yeah. is is really special, I think, and she really has nailed that on the head. Well, she has, you know, something that we could call, a collection mm-hmm. that we could could call alternative because mm-hmm. it's not traditional. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, she has this uh, also concept. You know, even you know. If the gemstone changes the shape, where the the rings open mm-hmm. and you can put a message, yeah. So it's 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 uh it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. and uh, now so she even has a ring that's um, uh, I forgot her, what they she calls them, but they're locks, you know that you oh, know like yeah, that you can yeah. wear as a ring, mm-hmm. and you know I th- I think it could involve in custom you know engagement rings, uh. So, yeah. but it's just the message because you know like the secret message is something that's you know I yeah. think in her you know new collection of commitment rings is you know what's interesting mm-hmm. yeah and no i agree and sometimes it's very saucy sometimes it's you know like yeah. a private joke mm-hmm. it could be uh, you know like it's uh, it's just something that the you know the the couple shares yeah. yeah and i think that's a big trend that's coming now is that like real personalization yeah. in the engagement category yes Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've co- we've covered that. Some other trends we've covered are gender roles shifting. 
right? Sure. That that's something we need to be aware of. The proposed two movement, yes. which is exciting. Let's talk a little bit about two other trends. Stones, not always diamonds anymore, and ethics and sourcing and, and how do, those things kind of you know, play well together yes. mm-hmm. as well. What is your take on this? Well, um, so as I was saying, especially on the, in the starter engagement ring, there's a lot of uh, the, the pe- people have been open to so much more than just a traditional brilliant cut diamond. Mm-hmm. So it started, you know, with different shapes. And for, for example, there's a trend of salt and pe- pepper diamonds, you know, that, um, uh, you know, are, kind of imperfect, but yeah. they have that very nice color. Sapphires are very popular. Um, I love know. a salt and pepper diamond. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. I think yeah. they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah I think they're yeah. beautiful. They're just very, you have to know they're pretty fragile. But yes. other than that, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, and they're, and they're more affordable, obviously, you know, obviously. like so, but they're yeah. beautiful. Uh, and also um, sapphires, you know, definitely yeah. sapphires in a range of color. Um, All from, the colors. Yeah, yeah. And from mm-hmm. the dark blue to the, yeah. uh, um, to the green blue blues that are yeah. coming from montana and jello other... got a green diamond yeah jello yeah. got a green we diamond. haven't have we officially seen that ring yet yes yes we have yes, yes. We like have. up close yes yeah, yeah. 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 And do yeah, we know who it. made that ring we know who made but it's not official you know like you can't say because okay. it's a private jeweler and it's uh, i think okay. uh you know Ben, like any fiancé, wants people to think that he did it all by himself. Right, of course. He did. He He designed designed it. He designed it. He He found the diamond. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Yeah. but that is a beautiful rock. It's a beautiful 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 ring. And I think, you know, if we can talk about, because going back to relationships a little bit, I know Mm -hmm. we were talking about stones, but Jello is on a trend. You know, like it's another trend, the trend of, you know, um, couples getting back together, either, you know, who are married young oh, or dating is, young yeah. and get back, getting back together later in life. I'm seeing this a lot, you know, really? like basically. Yeah. So where the first time around didn't work, they go on with their lives and they come back, you know, like, really? I mean, I have, a, you know, like, um, yes. So, uh, you know, there's, there's something lovely about that. Yeah, that is isn't there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about Ben Affleck, but there's something <laughs> lovely about that. Sorry, Ben. So, so l- let's go back to the center diamond. So Morganite, um, Mo- lap- you mentioned moissanite, moissanite, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, moissanite yeah. is something that I don't understand, but I you don't know, either. Because like, uh, for me, I think it, it looks bizarre. It looks bizarre. You know, they've yeah. made a lot of efforts you know like in, mm-hmm. in a, you know they've changed them mm-hmm. uh, so you know like from you know on a picture sometimes it doesn't you know like uh, appear to be different than a diamond yeah, but, but it, in person it looks in person or when it me. moves it's yeah. uh, so you know it looks like more like a unicorn kind of stone yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. so so but it but it allows people to get a big size yeah. uh, and yeah. then lab grown diamonds have been, you know like yeah. are definitely an option uh, when you, you know, like um, you're not concerned too much about the, the value over time and mm-hmm. what you want is a bigger look, uh, you know, and the property of a, of a diamond. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. definitely. And, and then emerald cut, you know, you know, it's it's also I think, you know, there's an understanding from the consumer because, again, some jewelers are like, oh, my God, you know, don't don't take that stone because, you know, it's going to break or, you know, like. A, right. And I think yeah. there's an understanding from the consumer that you, you you're not wearing that ring all the time everywhere. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, didn't right. wasn't like an old school rule that you should never have like an emerald as your yes. big scent because of how that, soft because they're they soft are. and fragile. You know, but like I again. see people doing that all the time. Now. Yeah, it's just you know you you know you don't wear it to the gym in the water. Yeah. and I would do that. I'd uh, get a big fat emerald yeah, as yeah. a. 
Yeah, you look good in an MRI. It just and yeah. it just you know they sh- they do their research, they know it, and then you repeat it to them. You know, so you yeah. say you know like just you know, uh, and that's why you know you get a second engagement ring. Yes, yeah, like the yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk. I think all of this too, this opening up of like different stones has allowed for more options for ethical and sustainable sourcing yes. as well, right? That seems to be something that's also very important to the younger generation. So the, yeah, and I, I just, you know, like um, was uh, looking at the result of um, of um, a study by Platinum Guild, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, where they, you know, basically they were, you know, they quite, they did a survey about sustainability, how uh-huh. it was perceived, what it meant to the consumer, you know, like etc. And I have to say that uh, it kind of confirmed my what I had noticed is that it's a very hazy concept for people, you know, because they sustainability embraces so many things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, jewelers are not very clear on what it means, uh, right. you know, so, and, uh, you know, they start, you know, going, this is what I do. And so I think, you know, and like it, to, not to cut you off, yeah. but to that point, our audience should know sustainability something being called sustainable this is not an official like government sanctioned right. term right yeah. you can yeah. call you can anything sustainable yeah. yeah there's no regulation about calling it sustainable but go on go ahead so i you know i think the number one issue uh, once the, you know they're concerned about you know something is human rights you know like there's a human right. right you know like component that's that's coming from that survey also that the number one thing that they're concerned about is labor practices mm-hmm. and human rights mm-hmm. and then you know like for others uh, you know like it's the you know the uh how it's made and the impact it had you know like on uh, earth on on the on the planet right. but you know like it's uh, i would say number one human rights and then that yeah mm-hmm. well, that's so interesting yeah. yeah all right well Thank you for being here. This was fascinating. I feel like we're relationship experts now. I know I am. Right? I know I am. And engagement experts. Yes. Right? Um, So thank you so much for being here, Severine. Well, thank you for having me. It It was was such a pleasure, Severine. You were an amazing guest. Thank you. And we hope you'll be back. Uh, Yes, of course. more. Yes. Um, (laughs) So follow Severine at Engagement101 on the Insta, as well as Propose2, T-O-O. Follow us at NYC Jewelry Week. Follow me at Alan Simic. Yeah, and thank you for coming to Rough Cut. Thank you. Bye. Au revoir. <laughs> Salut. So. I think, unfortunately for her, she's married, you know, like uh, she was a trophy wife, and then she got old. And then, you know, like, oh, my uh, goodness. We love you, Yolanda. <laughs> if you hear this, we love you, I w- Yolanda. I wish you could it's- all see Alon's horrified face right now. <laughs> I was That's, like, did I'm you just sorry. say that about I'm, Yolanda? I'm sorry. Isn't one of her husband with a young, you know, like, a, yes. you know, like, yeah. and it's yes. not that I, I mean, do I agree with that? No. 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 But it's but it's just, you know, like, it Yolanda depends. Yolanda Hadid is a woman de- on the game. I'm just, she I'm just trying, trying to say it depends who you marry. Of you know, course. Like, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes.